13 Sons, two hosts, one podcast. This is a story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fan cast. I'm your co-host, Richard Minari. And I'm your other co-host, Kelly Smimo. And this week, we are diving into a subject that's very near and dear to both of our hearts, Jung Han. But first, we have a couple little posts to talk about. Beep, 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 beep. It's your newsroom. With some very nice news. <laughs> did you did you see what I just did there? Yeah, I saw what you did. There was like a news you television show. You like my Foley show. work? Yeah, right that's there. What I, see. I was very talented. I did that all myself. Oh, with your mouth and everything. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, it was first try, and you can't even tell because mm. it was professional. Mm-hmm. So, what have our boys been up to these past two weeks? It's been kind of a quieter two weeks, especially in comparison to the past with the build-up to the album and then the album drop and, like, all of that when they mm-hmm. were just bombarding us with content and we were literally drowning as mm-hmm. we were falling for them. And it was a rough time. But you know what? We're grateful. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right now, our boys are actually not in Korea. They're all the way in Japan wow. having a fun time concerting. And so, you know what? All you Japanese carrots, you better be freaking grateful. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> sons of jerks. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so everyone's out in Japan and they're performing concerts. I think they're in Osaka right now. Um, multiple concerts. There's a lot of pictures coming out of them performing. They look tired, but they look like they're having fun and they're all smiles. And it's very cute to see. They were doing some sort of like camp aesthetic at one point during their concert where they're like carrot camp and they like sang campfire around a campfire (laughs) i hate them um just a lot of cute little videos of moments of them interacting at the concert um another thing that they've been doing in japan is that they actually offered like a little cruise like a day cruise where a bunch of lucky lucky carrots and probably wealthy carrots (laughs) although i don't know how much this costs because i don't speak Korean or Japanese, only fake versions of them, uh, where they were able to go on a cruise with the boys, and the boys got to interact with them, so they got a lot of high fives, they got a lot of, like, fan signings and, like, Q&As and stuff, and there are a lot of cute little stories of carrots being like, our boys are so sweet and nice, like, the whole time, so that's really cool. Um, one, yeah, Richard? So, like... I heard your intake. You see, heard my... Um, <laughs> so... Was this like a multi-day cruise where like there were people? I think it was just one day. Oh, okay. So they didn't get to sleep and in they, the like, same boat. Maybe they did them. a. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I think they did a little lap, a little lap, whatever, <laughs> wherever they are. I don't know. Japan's an island. There's a lot of water. That's true. Like, what's the point of like just spending like an afternoon on a boat with seven? I do. I'd spend an afternoon with seventeen anywhere. I guess, like, be it a boat or yeah, like in a exactly. concert. Also, like, I don't know. I've never been on a cruise, but I think they they seem appealing, I guess. Sure. You're trapped with them. They can't leave. You can't leave. (laughs) It's a dream come true. You sway. Everyone's a little bit nauseous and doesn't (laughs) want to admit it. Just like at a concert. Maybe you'll see a a dolphin. Think of that magical moment. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. Um, one thing of note, though, is unfortunately for all you Mingyu fans, he did not go on the cruise because our poor, poor tall boy had to fly, after flying to Japan for a concert, had to fly back to Korea because he was emceeing a show and then had to come back for the next concert the day after. Oh my god. So he missed the cruise. 
but he's there for the concerts. And I'm like, oh my god, let this poor boy rest. Like, I know that Korea and Japan are pretty close to each other, but still. Like, that's draining. So. He's a good MC. I wonder what he was MCing. He is. Uh, It's called Inky Gaio, something like that. I think all of Seventeen were on it recently. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Yeah? Okay. I don't remember for what. But, Yeah. So that's what they've been currently doing. Another big thing that has to do with Japan and them being there is that they announced while they were there that they were going to officially debut in Japan soon, which means releasing a mini album that will probably include a song that's all in Japanese, from my understanding. And they're going to release it in May, and I think it's on the anniversary of their original debut. Uh, So another... I think it's going to be, like... I don't know if there'll be any new songs or if they're just translating a song or what that means because, again, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I just read the news. You don't come here for critical thought. No, you just come here commentary. for facts. <laughs> so that's something to be excited for, but I want to shoot this out into the universe yet again. Please let these boys rest. Yes. Mm-hmm. My... Honestly, best case scenario is that they translate Run To You in Japanese because it's already destined to be a Japanese bop. And they come up with a whole choreo for it that only includes Naruto running. (laughs) So that's the dream. That's my prediction for May. We can check in when we get there. What do you think, Richard? I think uh, it either has to be like Naruto running all over the place or they have to like get a bunch of volleyballs and fling them at each other. Yeah, because they do love their volleyball. Because they do love their volleyball anime, and I think that they should like it to express that and explore that. They they they're choreographers; <laughs> they can do it. Yeah, exactly, and they love playing the sports. Mm-hmm. And the last bit of news, well, I think it was newsworthy because I have been waiting for like <laughs> a month now. Is that director's cut? The album is finally on Spotify. Yay! It took four weeks. But it's here, and now I can listen to it whenever I want, instead of just, like, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like a poor person. <laughs> and that is your very nice news. That's some very nice news right there. Nice. So what are we doing here? Oh, we're I talking... What, I haven't looked at anything. What's uh, happening? Where uh, are we? Oh, where, where are we? I'll tell you where we are, Kelly Smimo. After our news, we gotta do... We gotta dig into the meat of this episode, into the main idea, the, the thesis statement of this episode. <laughs> Which would be Jung Han, <laughs> and that's where we lost. Jung Especially Han. the Jung Han sons, who are like, hell no. Oh my who is good this Dick? Jung Han. <laughs> Awful. <clears throat> uh, we're talking about Jung Han, and how he's great. And his hair. <laughs> I'm mostly here to just talk about his hair, but I'm also here to talk about his hijinks as well. I love Jung Han. Mm-hmm. Who is Jung Han? Who is this man? Who is this man? He is a member of the vocal team. Um, he is, I think he's a main vocalist, I'm pretty sure, which means that he, like, sings sometimes. <laughs> it's not very clear. Uh, but he is a main vocalist. He's also one of the older members of Seventeen, and he is recognizable. Well, he used to be recognizable by his long hair, but now he's just recognizable by his beautiful, pristine features. Jung <laughs> <laughs> uh, Han's real name is Yoon Jung Han, so he kind of he basically uses his name, mm-hmm. but Yoon is his last name. Um, I think he's actually a lead. He's vocalist, a lead vocalist. That is correct. Yes. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so Richard said he's one of the older members. He's actually the second oldest member, which is why we're doing him here mm-hmm. right after Scoops. Um, and he was born October 4th, 1995, which is actually the day before my brother, exactly, which is kind of weird and why I'll always remember his birthday. <laughs> Wait, uh, same year uh, or? What? Yeah, same year. Holy macaroni and cheese. Whoa. <laughs> so, and he is a Libra. And he's full-fledged Korean, and he is the blood type B, which I think means that you're lazy, which is funny. That's incredibly <laughs> accurate. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, another fun thing is that, so his birthday being October 4th, um, which is 10.04, in Korean uh, is pronounced like Chonsa, which means angel, and that's why he calls himself the angel of 17. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was just because he was beautiful and pure (laughs) and like there's like this constant glow around him. But wow, that's incredible. Those are all true factors that I think play into why people agree he is the angel of 17. Mm. Although, might I offer a counter thesis (laughs) that he is actually the devil of 17? It's funny how I can't argue against that. And I guess that's just the truth. Two sides... Of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Jung Han is w- quite the complex character because he's definitely one of those characters, and I say characters, but you know, he's a person, uh, <laughs> who <laughs> who can never forget that. Mm-hmm. Just a real person. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, when you first meet him and notice him and like read about him or see him on videos and stuff, is that you have this idea of what he is, which is like this soft, beautiful, handsome like pure angel type figure like this motherly matronly figure of the group who who's taking care of all these young kids and who like he talks a lot in interviews kind of speaking for the group and always very eloquent um and then you realize it's all a front (laughs) and what lies beneath is a trickster god (laughs) who just wants to sleep and it's amazing, and it's relatable, and I love Jung Han a mm. lot. It's incredible how he can just embody like these two extremes in such an incredible way. And he does it very well. Mm. And it's almost because real people have many facets. <laughs> Intruder. What? I know. Groundbreaking. What? In the 16 labs. Just groundbreaking mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to the critical thought. Indeed. Just a little bit. Just, just a, a touch. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Oh, no. I was just breathing. That was that was a oh. fake one. That was the one to trick you up. Just like, oh. <laughs> oh. So he was a trainee. He was one of the most recent additions to 16 in their trainee days. He was only a trainee for about two years. And I read in one place, though I didn't read it anywhere else, so I don't know how valid it is, that he didn't actually audition for Pledis. But they, like, saw him and just kind of, like, was like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? And he said, sure. You there, boy. Join our group. <laughs> Which, you know, knowing Platus doesn't seem outrageous. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Nope, it doesn't. You know what's crazy is that I bought one of their albums, and in the album they have a card that says, audition for Platus. What? <laughs> yeah, like, you can just sign up right there or send something there. And Kelly. Like, okay, that's weird. Kelly, this yeah, is your chance. This is my chance. I know nothing, and I can't <laughs> dance, and I can't sing. Can't dance so or I'm sing ready yet. to lead a group. I'm ready to take over the K-pop scene. Uh, oh, man. No, he, um, so yeah, and I think because it, he's also kind of self-conscious of his singing, 
he kind of doesn't think he thinks he's kind of one of the weaker singers which is so sad because mm. he's very talented and he's gotten a lot better but i think he's kind of like like he compares himself to the main vocalists of 17 like sun kwan and dk and they are very good very so i can good. see why he would feel like that but it sucks to hear it's like oh my god you're so talented though and i know that sun kwan and dk are always trying to pull him up i saw a video of sun kwan being like come on belt it da, 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 you got this and it warms my heart so he's a little self-conscious about that he's also said that he's the weakest member of the group in that he tires very easily and he's always sleeping whenever he can and apparently there was this one story i read where he was like he he would go into the bathroom a lot and wouldn't tell anyone, but it was just to sleep. Like oh my god, <laughs> relatable. Oh my god. Oh, I love him. I love him. He's a good boy. Mm-hmm. He's always like horizontal. And like when I look at him sleep, I'm like, man, that's me right there. I see a little bit of myself <laughs> in you. Yeah, he's such a cutie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also, he stated that a lot of people when they first meet him think he's quiet, but he's really not like that at all. He's very talkative, very jokestery, very trickstery. He likes to tease a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he loves playing favorites, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. He's got his whole he little so- tiny cult of Jung Han. Yeah, he's trying to form. I'm very relatable. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure he has his own little personal ranking of all his favorite members, and like it's oh constantly God. changing as he plays the field. <laughs> Um, other little things is that, like, he loves playing pranks on members, and he, he says it's, it's, a, it's, he, he would never play pranks on people he isn't close to, so it's his mm. way of showing love, and mm. that he cares, is to torment. That's sweet. Man. <laughs> it's a very older sibling thing to do, um, and speaking of which, I read that he, he has a younger sister, though. There's not much info about her, which is probably a good thing, I'm glad. Yes. Uh, Let her live. All I know about her is in One Fine Day Season 1, like, that was the one person he called was his sister. And, like, that was a really nice conversation to listen in on because it seemed like they were really close. Is that the one where they made it seem like he had a girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Awful. They're like, what girl could Jung Han be calling? (laughs) Uh, Jung Han also, when he first joined... Um, the first person who approached him was Joshua, and that kind of started their friendship. And he's always said that, like, he's the closest to Joshua out of the group. They're very, very close. Mm, I remember them saying that during reality TV. What? On one reality show, they were talking about how they were really close, and I remember that, and how they were yeah. uh, approached, like, he approached him first. So that's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. I think it's very nice. They're very sweet to each other. Just 95 in general are very close. Mm. Um, one fun fact about Joshua and Jong Han's friendship is that they, when they're bored, they like to play rock, paper, scissors, and the loser gets, um, the winner gets to hit the loser with meat on the face, like chicken drumsticks. I'm sorry. So that's something that? you do with your friends. <laughs> Literally something they confessed on a radio show. And everyone else is like, yeah. People think they're the normal ones, <laughs> but they're the weirdos. You know, I mean, don't we all just hit our friends with meat? Are we talking we raw meat or cooked meat? I think it's cooked meat. Okay, good. Just like they're eating like drum, like chicken, and then they're like play rock, paper, scissors, and then they're like, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I got to do that with my friends. Yeah. If I want to be close to my friends, maybe that's one way to do it. It's like in little meat fights. <laughs> exactly. All the meat fights. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun story that he told once was that he was kind of a troublemaker when he was in school, like in high school. And he once told a story 
that, like, he basically, he got in trouble at school for something, and the teacher said that they were going to call his parents, um, but he ran home before they could call and, like, saved himself somehow. Oh. So he was, he's just always just being a little, 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 little trickster boy. How does he get in so much trouble? Like, how does he cause so much <laughs> trouble and get away with it all the time? I don't understand. Richard, all he does is cheat. All he does is cheat. All he does is lie. All he does is go behind people's backs and backstab them. And he just he just flashes them a smile and it's all over. It's not a and problem yet, anymore. He is so sweet and he loves his members and he would do anything for them. That is what, very true. What an icon. We keep talking about how he's a trickster and a cheat and not listing any examples. And it's because if you like Jung Han or you want to know more about Jung Han or you want to fall in love with Jung Han, the best thing to watch is One Fine Day mm-hmm. Season 2 in mm-hmm. Japan. Because, oh my god, did this boy steal the show. Like, literally. <laughs> that is Jung Han's eight episodes of Shining. Um, <laughs> the way One Fine Day Season 2 works is that they're in japan the boys are in japan and they divide into two groups the youngs and the the maknes or whatever um which is just uh the younger seven the younger six and then the older seven uh and they have to compete against each other during doing all these different kinds of trials and competition is where jong han excels because he (laughs) has no he wants he likes winning and he's going to win because he will cheat the system as best as he can to do it um, to push his members through. Uh, and it's incredibly entertaining to watch. So there's mm-hmm. just so many moments where he'll just like, there's one moment where they the young team has to pour water into a bucket oh my God. Um, past a certain line. And he literally at some point ends up pushing the line lower. And he's just like <laughs> cheating about how Who's, he has to wait for water to fill his bucket from the other members who have their backs turned to him. But instead, he's just filling it with the pool they're sitting in and just <laughs> continues to fill it. It's amazing because you... I honestly didn't notice I until they no actually idea. replayed the clip. It was he's incredible. very talented. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just constantly doing pulling little things like that to make it so that they can win. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of frames it in a way of, like, I'm taking care of all you. You know, you can rely on me. <laughs> And it's great. And, and and the thing that, like, puts Jung Han, sets him apart also is just that he's also aware of, like, never taking it too far. And, like, the importance of that and the importance of being one of the older members and setting that tone. Because there's a moment in One Fine Day where things kind of get out of hand and feelings get hurt. And he's one of the first people to mention, like, okay, guys, we can't let this do. Like, let's all talk about this and figure this out and apologize. And it's it's good. He's a good boy. He's a feisty one. It's really good to see that he has, like, that really good understanding of, like, playfulness as well as, like, not make, not going too far. Because, like, I mean, I think that's a really good variety skill because, like, mm-hmm. the variety shows are constantly looking for people to, like, incite conversation or make things entertaining while, like, not being, re- like, overly ridiculous. And so, like, he's really good at, like, doing it in a, a collected and very intentional manner that's sometimes unnerving and hilarious. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love Jung Han. He's so good. (laughs) He's so good. He's very good. I just remember when we were first watching like 17 videos and we kept saying, who is that person who's like doing all the best moves and like whenever he spins around, his hair just forms like a really big circle and he's got the voice of an angel. Who is that man? 
And then when we found out, oh, I still have a friend who like, I have a friend who like, while their 17 like bias list is like constantly in movement up and down, like Jung Han has stayed at the steady top for like the past six months. And I'm just, it's like, it's nice. He's I relate like, to that. He's like a very, you can't not love Jung Han. And once you do, like he, he's like such a good one. He's such a good one. Yeah. You keep him. You keep mm-hmm. him forever. Um, speaking of Jung Han, he's one of the, one of the boys who, who has changed the most dramatically looks wise mm-hmm. as like he's gone through the most transformation so like richard and i have mentioned he debuts with long hair um so it's very easy to figure out who jong han is especially mm-hmm. in the beginning because he's the only one with long hair so for you new carrots bam you've got one you go, guy you got down. one right there jong han okay ignore okay listen <laughs> and then stop caring about that once you hit boom boom because it's over mm-hmm. uh the dream is dead uh, but I, re- I read recently that he was never really a big fan of the long hair because it yeah. would always get in his face. Mm-hmm. A lot to maintain, and too. And that he didn't really like the image that it gave him. Mm. And I think he got self-conscious about it. So, yeah, we're going to – we got to fall in love with the short hair. And he – actually, right now, his current hair era is very good. <laughs> his hair era. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I will say my favorite hair era for Jung Han was his boom boom. With his black, like, bob. Oh, like, yes! Oh, my God. With um, When it was, like, just around his... um, That's what a bob chin. is, yes. I was going to describe what a bob was, but, like... <laughs> you know what that is. Yes, but, Richard. Oh, very good. I think I that's the that perfect that. length for him. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I'm oh, digging the but, short short right now. I think it's looking... He's pulling it off really well. He's growing it a little. Mm-hmm. It's, like, past his eyes right now, and it's, like, this nice bounce. I will eyes. say my... My least favorite John Han hair era was Don't Wanna Cry, where it was, like, fried. It looked damaged. Yeah, it wasn't a huge It was, like, fried blonde, bright blonde, and it looked damaged. And I was like, oh, God, someone look at his hair. Someone take care of it. What happened, <laughs> what happened um, to I it? I think all of our boys have had a fried moment. So it's oh, not man. just him. But that was my least favorite. Uh, uh, who had John Han? Uh, I really didn't like Hoshi's fried hair. Like, that was my least oh, my favorite God. fried hair moment. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. I'm looking at pictures right now of Jung Han with his current hair. And, like, what that part is, like, with the really dramatic bangs over to the side. Yes. Looking so good. Oh, my God. His hair right now is top-notch. That's Although, top-notch. I will say, his hair looks very similar to Jun's hair right now, which makes them both look kind of similar. Especially early on in this comeback. Because uh, I think his hair, he's parting it in the center now while June keeps parting it to the side, so it's a bit easier. But at the very beginning, they had their hair almost exactly the same, and it did cause me a lot of heart attacks <laughs> um, as a June stan. That I would be like, oh, and I'm like, oh, it's just Jung Han. I mean, not just Jung Han, but it's like, it wasn't June. We can't talk about that. This is yeah. Jung, we're all Jung Han stands for this hour. So. Yeah, for this hour, we're talking about Jung Han, and we love him. <laughs> oh my god. But other than One Fine Day Season 2, where are other moments where he's, he shines, Richard, do you think? Uh, one of my favorite uh, pieces of the Jung Han narrative uh, <laughs> is um, there's a seg- there's a reality show. It's like kind of like a little short uh, that comes up called After Mom Falls Asleep. and it's, I don't think I've seen this. Oh my god, Kelly Smimo. It features, it features three members, Jung Han, um, Vernon, and D.K., and they form this incredible variety trio that just has some of the best banter that I've ever seen. The way that um, After Mom Falls Asleep works is um, a K-pop idol, like a couple members from a K-pop idol group, usually like maxes out at three. Um, but though I think I've seen four or five 
Um, they'll come onto stage and they'll have this person sleeping on the couch behind them. And what they have to do is they have to prepare a late night snack for themselves, but they can't get too loud or else they'll wake up mom. <laughs> and um, it's it's really delightful because it's basically they're trying to like it's like a combination of like play the quiet game as well as an ASMR episode. And like they're oh trying God. to like make really satisfying sounds while also being really quiet. And it's just really funny to see the three of them try to like stay quiet while they're like making kimchi and like ripping cabbage to shreds. And like <laughs> It's like Jung Han is just great because he's like, like he's asking a lot of the questions and he's like keeping things moving and like playing the straight man to like Vernon and DK like making a mess and being really loud and it's just oh really funny. Out of like all of like DK is one of the loudest members I can't imagine. <laughs> no, Jung Han's usually always like playing the facilitator. I feel he's mm-hmm. very good in that role. Very much um, so. And he's like always there to strike up like drama if it's necessary for like the mood he's very like sun kwan in that role but less mm. comedy more facilitating absolutely you know? he gets people of, like going. playing with the atmosphere yeah definitely uh one thing i really appreciate from jung han as a person who really likes china line is that he's always especially in the past when their korean wasn't like amazing he was always the one who was explaining things to them on the side or having questions direct to them so they could be part of the group more um and just like playing into that facilitator role of making sure that everyone is being taken care of and like shown the same light so there's like this one video of like him and um the eight walking down and the eight asking like what is that like what do you call that it's a dragonfly and then Han explaining it really patiently and like it's just really sweet and he he just falls naturally into that role um, even though he's a very playful person. I did not know he did that. Good job, Jung Han. Oh, yeah, he, he does it a lot. Um, he and June are very close. Like, I don't know. I like to think, like, Jung Han has called himself a motherly person or a fatherly person as well, of just, like, as, like, the co-leader with Scoops and takes a lot of pride in taking care of the members. And I when I when I see how he interacts with everyone, and we can get into, like, the friendship kind of part of this, even though we kind of started with Joshua, is that, like... Like, June is his oldest son, because June is the the fourth oldest or whatever, and he, but June acts like a four-year-old, um, and Jung Han's always taking care of him and always, like, singling him out a lot of times to make sure that he gets some light, because June is a very shy boy who doesn't really <laughs> talk much during things. Um, and they're always, like, near each other, hanging out. Uh, and then, of course, Jung Han takes care of his actual babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard, do you want to talk about his baby? I would love to talk about his his friendship with his baby. Oh my god. So, um, one of... (laughs) I love Jung Han. I'm sorry. (laughs) Take a moment. It's okay. (laughs) So we talked about how Jung Han likes his favorites. He has a group of favorites. Um, The one that I... (laughs) The favorite... The the, the senpai-kohai relationship that I love the most in this is... His relationship to Dino, because throughout, it, throughout like so it many... It literally years, sounds like you're about to cry. Like, okay, so whenever Jung Han says, hey, Dino, hey, hey, who what? are you? No, and then don't Dino, do this. Is that what he says? What did he say? And he's like, no, no, I don't want to. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Dino's just like, no, oh, God, please, <laughs> please make it stop. And like, sometimes Jung Han will be like, okay, I'll back up. But most of the time he says, hey. Dino, who are you? And then Dino just begrudgingly says, Jung Han's baby. (laughs) 
And it just makes my heart break in twain. Just fall apart. <laughs> the fact that, like, Jung Han has, like, reached out to this youngin, taken him under his wing, and by, like, not in a kind way, but in an assertive, and you I don't have a choice way. <laughs> in one interview, he was like, how long are you going to be Jung Han's baby? And Dina was like, he told me until I was 30. <laughs> The fact that Jung Han has said it makes it law, and I really appreciate that. It's very sweet. Uh, where Dino gives a lot of pushback to Scoops in there, I think he, like, kind of <sighs> resigns himself to <laughs> Jung Han. And it's it's a fun dynamic it's to see going. It's a very fun dynamic. Uh, he also uh, does the same thing with uh, DK. Uh, DK is his, his fool. fool. Yeah. Thea uh, is his flower, which I think is really sweet. <laughs> and I think he had a name for Sung Kwan, but I'm not positive. Kwani. I think he just called him Kwan. Oh, boy. But he's got this little tiny subunit. Uh, you know how we have hip-hop and dance and singing. He's got a little Jonghan subunit. And his army continues to grow. Yeah, he's amassing them. Mm-hmm. And it's horrifying. <laughs> One thing I'll note about DK is that I think DK's his favorite out of his favorite. Oh, um, just because he's, like, always with them and he's always cooing about him. And they constantly are rooming together when they're on tour. Like, really? they're always roommates. They always request each other. Um, I think they're very close and really good friends. Uh, and it's why it's really funny. Um, one Fine Day Season 1 is also a great time to see Jung Han. And you see a lot of this playing out. So the, like, Dino, who's your baby kind of conversations. And the DK, who's your fool, who's my fool. Um, there's a great little clip in it where uh, he he likes to ask members, okay, who's your favorite? Who's your <laughs> and then if you don't pick him, he will hold that <laughs> And he, like, looks like he'll kill you. And I find that so relatable because I do the same exact thing. <laughs> it's great because Jung-Han won't, it doesn't look like he ever hits people, but, like, the fact that he's holding a grudge against you, I find terrifying. Like, yeah, what's no. he going to do? He He's, like, a sneaky, tricky guy who, like, he'll find ways to get back at you. Like, it's mm-hmm. terrifying. He, um... <laughs> I mean, like, when, when, when DK do- chooses Sun Quan over him, <laughs> like, he Jung-Han won't even look at him, and he'll, he literally looks at the camera, and he's like, I lost a friend today. <laughs> <laughs> Just so overdramatic and so good. Um... Another uh, relationship that I'll I'll point out is that he's mentioned in One Fine Day Season 2 that out of all the members, like, Mingyu's the one he doesn't get along with uh, oh, yeah. as much. Like, they get along, but not as much. And I just want to call, like, hacks on that. <laughs> <laughs> because they interact a lot, and they're great. And, like, Jonghan has jumped into Mingyu's arms plenty of times. <laughs> like, they... Jonghan, what are you saying? <laughs> you love all your boys. Ah. Such good. Mm. And then, of course, he has a good friendship with Sung, uh, with uh, Scoops, who yeah. they both have to play parents to this gaggle of, of boys. I think one of my favorite S. Coops Jung Han moments was in the beginning of One Fine Day Season 2, where, they're, um, where <laughs> Jung Han uh, takes on the leadership role for the for the Hyung team, and like, S. Coops is like his second in command, right up, like it's assumed. And like they're yeah. like doing like war meetings in like their rooms, like in the night before they begin. And it's just like, Jung Han's like, laying things on the next group. is like, yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, I'll make sure to help out with this. And I thought it was great. Yeah, and then of course it all falls apart. It all falls, goes to shit. Um, in, during the cruise, actually, recently, a fan asked S. Coops, who would you pick 
to be the leader instead of you. And he immediately said Hoshi and then said, wait, no, Jung Han. Yeah. Completely opposite leadership styles, and I want to tease him the entire time. <laughs> so I think it's cool, and I think it's why they work so well is that they come from very different perspectives on how to lead, and they like respect each other enough to be kind of compromise and work things through about like what's the best way to deal with these situations as they come up. Because it's hard to work with sixteen other people uh, that you spend your people. entire lives with. Like that's crazy, and it's a lot to make sure that like everyone is at peace and communicating. Mm. They do a good job. They're good boys. They do a great job. I just want to make that not clear. They're good boys. Uh, Kelly, what are some of your favorite performances of Jung Han? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Jung Han and Clap. I was literally, that's like the big bold on my list right now. <sighs> Jung Han and Clap is a spiritual experience. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like... Oh my god. <laughs> he does this nasally mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. when he takes over and he's like skipping from foot to foot and he's like <laughs> he's got that like lightish pink hair mm-hmm. and it's like oh my heart mm-hmm. and it just you're instantly a Jung Han stand for those 5 seconds mm-hmm. of him singing. Like that's it. Like no one else matters in that moment. It's just Jung Han and his nasal voice and his incredible performance in that song. It's so interesting because like he I like, Jung Han's voice is very nice, and uh, it unfortunately, I think, does get overshadowed, like, just by comparison mm-hmm. to DK and Sun Quan. Like, for a lot of their songs, this was definitely the first time where his voice kind of was like, oh my god, who's that? That's different. I haven't heard that before. And it sounded like he sort of found a really good voice for himself that stuck out and was, it meshed well with both himself, like, who he was, sort of the aesthetic mm-hmm. he was going for, and also for the song's aesthetic. Like, sort of that, like, hard rock. Um, it almost had, like, a, a vocal fry almost like... Um, bratty like quality to it and mm-hmm. I thought it came across as really good yeah no definitely what about you Richard I know I stole clap but oh no no, no. I got I, there are plenty of songs where I really enjoy uh, Jung Han I'm going to have to say that his performance in um, Boom Boom was something I really liked I re- again like when you brought up the hair that was something that I really remember enjoying seeing um and also, yeah, just like he did like a good job, but also I really liked him in the music video as well. It was really good. Oh, mm-hmm. and also, uh, Ajun Nice. I like that moment where he comes out with his arms. He's like, yeah, I was going to say. And it's really nice. And it's like, oh, this is an interesting bridge. And it's good. And I like it. It's a nice little tone shift. Yeah, Nice was going to be my next one. But also, I want to shout out and Don't Want to Cry. Oh, uh, yes. He has that standout moment where he he collapses onto the ground and he like leads that like shoulder thing. Um, and it looks really good. It's like, I don't like, there's a lot of moments where I think like clap is where he shines vocally for me, but Mm -hmm. there's like so many little moments in all their choreographies where he really stands out. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but those are the big two ones. Um, yeah. Oh no, no, it's something completely unrelated. Oh no, this one's related. Um, but the other vocal moment that I want to shout out is in the recent duet "Falling for You." Oh my god, yes! I forgot he does about a that. Really good job. I think him and Joshua's voices just mesh really well. But like, there's that like in the ref- he does the refrain really well. His parts of it, and and there's like this one lyric or something where he's like da da da, my happiness da da da, and it's like. Every time I hear it, my heart flutters. <laughs> and I become a Jung Han lover. So, uh, like, I can't... Exp- it's it's kind of nasally, but soft. And it's just like, my happiness. Duh. I don't know. I love it. Mm-hmm. Listen to that part again. It's just, oh, 
So good. As we said in episode two, I think that the, um, director's cut was where Jung Han and Joshua and like a couple other people really found a good sound. Everyone leveled mm-hmm. up, as you said, and like I just really enjoyed hearing Jung Han in that in that whole album. Um, my one of my favorite memories of Jung Han is when they first went on to Weekly Idol, and he introduced himself, and they were all doing like their dumb idiotic introductions <laughs> oh my god i know it's coming and like it was just like there were number one there were 13 of them and poor june but when june like introduced himself and went through his whole introduction and i was like i'm sorry we're not doing that right now i felt so bad for him but still they continued to like do these like really choreographed introductions where they were all like okay you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this and it's gonna be great and Jung Hans was just over the top and like ridiculous where he introduced himself as 17's angel and all of them sang like a chorus I was like oh my god so oh my extra god. love him I just remembered something so extra about Jung Han that I can't believe we haven't mentioned yet and it's his giraffe impression oh my god his friggin giraffe impression why is that a talent John Khan will whip out his giraffe impression at the drop of a hat and he takes over the stage and no and everyone is powerless to stop it. We have to witness it again and again. And I will say, I love it. Uh, it's amazing. He looks exactly like a giraffe. Um, but like that just reminded me that Jung Han has so many good moments in all of their like funny versions of their songs. Uh, mm. So like Adore You's kind of uh, like part switch version he whips out the giraffe when it all goes to crap at the end he's oh just giraffing in the middle of i the didn't even realize oh my god i have to go back and watch you gotta that. watch adore you part switch again oh it's my amazing. god just doing that um in uh the uh not adore you i'm sorry in pretty you he whips out the giraffe oh okay okay part switch in adore you part switch he switches places with DK for the angel part because he's the angel. Because he's the angel. Um, and I think that's... A, and he, like, whips out a halo somehow while dancing and wears <laughs> it when it happens. Top notch. And then another great thing is that in one of the cameras for uh, uh, Pretty You, where they have it from the back or a different angle, I don't know what, you notice that, like, Han barely dances in Pretty You. He <laughs> mostly just sits on a couch in the background. And it's, like hilarious and i think there's a video that points it out and it's like does this boy ever get up <laughs> love him inspirational it's the role he was Honestly. meant to play it was it really was mm-hmm. oh my god joke on <laughs> he's so good he's so good oh man i can't stop thinking about all the different times he's cheated like i know that we already talked about this but like how can he get away with so much like i was watching a cooking competition recently um oh my god the for going 17 yeah and he just like straight up like if i remember correctly he just like stole a bunch of stuff off the table and no one was looking there's a whole section of the show where like you're supposed to go in turns and grab as much as you can in like a time (laughs) limit he realizes he forgot to get salt Ah. so while everyone else is like just milling about right getting ready for the next thing he just grabs a salt and hides it and then he's like i got it guys don't worry i'm taking care of it and they win, right? Yeah, I think they win. It's like, there are 13 <laughs> boys. You can't keep your eye on all of them at the same time. Like, it's so easy to just, like, do whatever you want. But everyone follows the rules except for him. Yeah. That's why you want Jung Han on your team. Absolutely. He He's will merciless. help you win. Him and, and Scoops, because Scoops' comp, like, competitive nature will egg him on. Mm. That's why the Young team was so powerful and poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> in one fine day. Because, like, they just have <laughs> two people who will make you win. 
you have scoops jung han competitive and like a cheater wong Wu, <laughs> who's just like an ass but absolutely adore him hoshi who's like also fired up and then you got woozy who's like i'm done with this and poor june who's terrified <laughs> It's amazing. Oh it's just god. a recipe for destruction. I love the young team. Oh my god, how do they not crumble <laughs> under the weight of the ego that they held? Like, in contrast to, like, the, the Dongsang team, which is just, like, straight up very intelligent and quite organized most of the time, especially when, like, Mingyu was the leader. Like, they were just, yeah, like, just bam, bam, bam. Yeah, just very sweet and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then you got the youngs. You got Scoop <laughs> saying, I refuse to walk. You carry me. You got Wanwo being like, I am king. You got... And then poor June steps up to the plate and he's like, I'm going to be a pathetic leader. Oh, no! <laughs> Sweet, precious boy. Anyway, that has, listen, Jung Han. Oh, my God. One, go watch One Fine Day Season 2. Stop listening to this. Go watch, yeah, go one, watch fine one Fine Day, day Season day, right? 2. Even if so you've good. already seen it, watch it again. And watch One Fine Day Season 1 because that entire series is just Jung Han lying down. Mm-hmm. Also fantastic. <laughs> That's right. They, was he like on the napping team or something? like he was on like the he was resting an awful lot yeah. while everyone else was trying to survive. Yeah, he was like, I rest. I'll read these survival books. It'll help. <laughs> and he's just sleeping the entire time. It's very, it's extraordinary. I think he like mentioned it in the interview at the end. He's like, I had a good time. You know, looking back, I mostly slept. But <laughs> it's the perfect vacation for Jungheim. Love it. Are there other standout? I think he does. He he shows up a lot in um, Going Seventeen, so you might want to check that out because he's just there's like a whole extended sequence where Vernon's really shy and Jung Han's helping him like do his little bit. Um, he does a lot of like fake interviewing of other members during that, so that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. There's a great moment where he's like DK, 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 and then ignores him and interviews someone else. Oh my god! <laughs> As DK looks sad. <laughs> So. Oh my god, I do love the dynamic between DK and Jung Han. They're really good, like, at least for variety skill, they're really good on that front. They are. Oh, just, so if you want more um, Jung Han content, as always, just Google, you know, Jung Han fan cam and you'll find a plethora of the things. Mm-hmm. Check out his fan signings. Those are always a good time. Especially, like, um, you know, uh, yeah, just fan signings i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) um i found one very active fan site uh they go by um hold on where did i put it they go by memory day on um twitter and i think they have youtube but i'm not positive um and their username is memory day 1004 uh or 1004 which is their you know Jonghan's birthday and they mm-hmm. post constantly and right now their page is just filled with fan cams from the concert so like go at it <laughs> and it's just Jonghan every day all day um so they're a really good resource and then of course the discord the 17 discord is always a great time because they update like Jonghan just updated three more photos since I started recording this so you know what all the content you can ever need all the content you just I'm just going through this right now it's just like wow he just has so many pictures from so many different angles. He's wearing a bunny mask there. That's nice. Good boys right there. Good, Good boys. boys right there. But yeah, there's a lot of content about him out there. You really don't have to look that far. And like you can just like look for... There's so many like videos on YouTube that I found that are just like... Videos of um, Jung Han doing his thing with like really 
fun music in the background. Either like <laughs> just like cute little oh, I just cracked something terrible. Uh, just like cute music playing in the background, or like really intense, sexy music playing in the background. Whichever one you want. Whatever the mood calls for. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Jong Han's just one of those members that is going to talk no matter what, wherever they are. Like he'll definitely be giving some sort of speech or speaking for some member um or being interviewed or anything because he's just one of their strongest speakers mm-hmm. so like there's so much out there for him and you can have a best bet for whatever you want especially official stuff like you'll definitely find him mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good job good luck oh my god love him but i guess do i have to do a thing yes let us do the thing I guess I'll say thank you to some people, or as our great boys say, thanks. So we want to thank Hyper Potions for letting us use their song (laughs) Friends as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. And when you're there, you're going to see these weird shapes. They have five points on them, and I, I... I think they're called stirs, and we want five of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, stores. So we want five of them. So if you could do that, that would help us out a lot. Woo! Um, Also, if you ever want to send us anything your way, or maybe cool pictures of Jung Han that we can all (sighs) over, you can email us at svt16 at gmail.com. This has been 16. Say the name. SVT. What does that stand for this week? Say very Tim. <laughs> Stay very Tim. That's awful. Isn't it great? No. Yes. It stands for sorry voting tonight. Oh, we're doing sorry voting. Awesome. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> And what are we going to be talking about next time? Oh, next time. Ooh, next time I'm going to lead the charge talking about Joshua. Or as we like to call him in my friend group, that bird. <laughs> I'll talk more about that next week. Don't you worry. <laughs> Our favorite LA boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Until then. Until bye-bye. then. Bye. In a world dominated by live-action nonsense. Two losers step up from the fray to talk about even dumber animated things. And they took him, and they beat him, and they killed him, and then they brought him back to burn him in front of my eyes. This is the story of Spyro the Dragon. So here's my concept. We import Jurassic Park into an anime, but instead of the main characters being people, what I want is to make it a magical girl anime where the girls transform into dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot more to this than my initial idea of just having Pokemon kiss each other. Hi, my name is Kelly. And I'm Richard. And we host a podcast called Animate the World about animation in all its wonderful forms. Come hang out with us every other Tuesday. We can't and await to meet you. Shut up, Richard.